Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. Thank God it's Friday. Well, we got to start the day off with some bad news. Dick Buckus passed away at the age of 80 yesterday. Yeah, one of the icons of all of football, not just pro football. That's where he gained his biggest name. But, heck, I can remember him at Illinois. I was in the service when he played there and being at Great Lakes for a while and Great Lakes being in the Chicago area and the University of Illinois being just down the road at Champaign, he was always in the news. One of the all-time greats of the game. He was really, Mike, the linebacker's linebacker. He played it the way it should be. Ferocious tackler, kind of on the mean side, but hey, <laughs> when he hit you, you stayed hit. Deacon Jones was a great player, defensive player with the Los Angeles Rams, and he once said <laughs> when when Dick Butkus hits you, he's not hes not hitting you hard enough to put you in the hospital. He's hitting you hard enough to put you in the cemetery. That guy could really hit hard, and that's what he was all about. Played right up until 1973. He kind of epitomized the Chicago Bears moniker, which is Monsters of the Midway. He wasn't with them when that name was established. It happened a few years earlier, but he still, he was the, the blue, the dark blue and the orange that the Chicago Bears represented. A big fan of George Hallis, and Hallis was of him. That's a sad note. 80 years old, well, he was. Passed away yesterday in California. He had a great life, incredible player, what he brought to the game. Um, and he was, he was a guy you didn't want to mess with, whether or not you made fun of his name or not. <laughs> That's probably why he played like he did. Um, all right, so let's talk about possibly some good news. Uh, for well, it depends on which fan base you are if your team's in the playoffs right now in baseball. Uh, we definitely uh, got some games coming up this weekend, we do don't indeed. we? Uh, they all, all teams will play tomorrow. There are four games on the agenda tomorrow, and then the st- uh, schedule becomes staggered because the American League teams will play again Sunday. They'll play Saturday and Sunday, but the National League teams will take Sunday off, and they will play Monday. So it's Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the National League, and just make it opposite Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday for the American League, and Saturday if needed. So this is a best-of-five series, and these are the American League divisional playoffs. Interestingly enough, in the National League, they are division rivals. Arizona-Los Angeles play in the West Division, and Philadelphia-Atlanta play in the East Division. So we have a divisional matchup that really lives up to its name. It should be a lot of fun, but this is from where the World Series will eventually evolve, and that begins on October 27th. A lot of sports this uh, weekend coming up, and we'll talk about that later on down the road. But before we do that, you know, Thursday night's game, I think everyone across the country, despite, uh, well, other than uh, Chicago and those fans in Washington, uh, are kind of like, it's probably not the best game in the world. Chicago's going to get their butt kicked. I even picked up Washington's D thinking, oh, I'm going to get several points off this. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Here's a team that took the Philadelphia Eagles into overtime last week, lost the game 34-31. But you think, boy, they're going to come out and play a winless Chicago Bears team? Niet. Chicago wanted to win. Chicago does have the talent. They're just not together. But they did put it together last night, a 40-20 to win over Washington. And as uh, Josh Fields said, or Justin Fields, I should say, said after the game, we did this in memory of Dick Butkus. For all he did and all he represented Chicago, we needed that win. He definitely did. And, uh, you know, when you're 0-4 and you finally get your first one of the season, 
You still got a long way to go. I mean, hell, look at uh, Detroit last year. They had a horrible start, and then they didn't lose a game for the next year. So it can happen, Chicago fans. Don't freak out just yet. Week 7 of the Missouri high school football season began last night. Continues today, though, doesn't it? Big night tonight. Yeah, Yeah, big night. But who won yesterday? Some of the games are being played on Thursdays and Saturdays because of the lack of officials. And that's the plea that we put out to Every individual, male, female, hey, if you're interested and you want to be a part of football, refereeing is fine. Pretty good, pretty good one-night pay, and uh, indeed, the officials are needed both in Springfield and down the Joplin Association as well, so get on out there. Anyway, game last night, uh, this is really, uh, I think, indicative of how good Nixa is. Willard is coming back. They're playing some very good football, but they couldn't stay with Nixa last night. Nixa 47, Willard 14, and many big games coming up tonight. The playoffs are only a couple of weeks away, the district playoffs. So the teams are gearing up now and getting ready for pretty good seedings. Bears have a tough, tough ombre tomorrow. And they're at home. Are you going to be loud enough for them? It, I hope it will be. <laughs> I hope the fans show up for it. This is North Dakota State coming in. Last time they were here was in the COVID year. And the Bears did not play them last year. But uh, this is this is a really great program. Nine-time national champions. And, of course, that's as a Division One team. In their Division Two team, their days, I should say, they were champions constantly. North Dakota State has a great program going. They did lose a game last week. They lost the University of South Dakota at the Fargo Dome, and that doesn't happen very often. North Dakota State is still eighth in America among the Division I AA teams, or FCS as they call it now, but they're still good, folks. They run the ball. It's more a running attack than it is aerial. They can throw, but they prefer to keep the ball on the ground and overpower you. And, Mike, I've used this analogy many times. I like to stand down on the field and and watch the games. Mm -hmm. I usually stand over by the visitors' locker room. When those guys come out, they look like the Packers. That's how they're dressed. Same same color scheme, same uniform type that the Green Bay Packers wear. And they're bigger. I mean, these guys are huge. Anyway, they'll come out tomorrow, and it'll be a tough game. Bears can win, but they're going to have to be very diligent about what they do and very focused on the task. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough game, but you know what? The weather is looking absolutely perfect for a fall football Saturday. Lots of great college football action tomorrow, and uh, good luck to my K-State Wildcats against the Cowboys tonight. Don't forget, 6.30. I'll be watching that one for sure. Uh, Now, Chiefs are still on the road. This time, they go to the Great North to face off with the Vikings. Playing the Minnesota Vikings, and that is a 3.30 game. Now, the broadcast plans here on the cave will begin at 1 o'clock, and that's with the pre-pregame show. We euphemistically call it Ned Talk. It'll go from 1 to 2. Then the Chiefs pregame show, we pick that up off the network, goes from 2 to 3, and then it's on to the ballpark and the game between the Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings. Chiefs are a 5.5-point favorite. I think the offense gets, uh, I, I think they get unraveled tonight and start, or I should say Sunday, and begin to play. They haven't really been in gear Minnesota has a very good offensive team. They can score. They'll score on the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs will outscore them. This may be a high-scoring game. Chiefs five-and-a-half-point pick, but it's all right here on the cave, and it should be a lot of fun. Always is. Go Chiefs. It's Red Friday, and get your red on that. You have a wonderful weekend, sir.